military veteran, entrepreneur, college professor, father of four, and your podcasting host, Dr. Aaron Bryant. This is your host, Dr. Aaron Bryant, and welcome to another edition of drbryantspeaks.com. Now, before I start the show, I want to read you a comment I received. A listener asked me, Doc, I am a disabled veteran and I do my best to learn as much as I can regarding all the benefits there are for my family, but I think I am missing so much information. Where are the best places to find information? So first of all, that is a great question. I can't stress how common that is. And even those are even questions, that's even a question that I have asked myself on many occasions. And I actually see so commonly in a lot of the different uh, places that I frequent. So, you know, we as veterans, we're all in the same boat. However, if you were to ask me the same question 10 years ago, my answer would not be the same as it is now. However, things have progressed and I am happy to say that my first direction for you is to contact your veteran administration. Like I said, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would not have given you that same answer. At that time, things were not as they are, and yet we have come so far in the way things have progressed, improved, our resources are available to us, the doctors are so much better. Um, just recently, I have had some uh, an appointment with the ENT, with the ear, nose, throat doctor, and I kept going back to this particular physician for different things, and somehow I found out this person's background because they, she was not available to me on certain days. Now I was a little perplexed by that. And come to find out her primary role, or at least where she would frequent, was at a major private hospital that was actually pretty tough, tough to get into. So I was very impressed that I had access to somebody who would typically would not be readily available to somebody like myself, unless you had some very good high level private insurance. So that was pretty cool. So that for her to be working at VA, either voluntarily or as a sort of a secondary type role was absolutely amazing. And, I, and for again, for 10 years later, where we are now, this is very impressive. Also, you can also recognize that you have what we call VSOs, who are veteran services officers. Now these VSOs are typically assigned by counties and they're full-time employees, uh, veterans, and they're the ones who can help with, for instance, your disability processing. Um, they have a wealth of knowledge, wealth of information at their fingertips. What I mean by fingertips is that they can actually tap in. They can look at your service record. They can see a lot of information. They're tapped in with VA and they, or even I believe DOD in some aspects and they can get information at will. Uh, so I would definitely consider talking to your VSO. Now, personally, I also have various resources that I use such as VA news. I go and I registered for that, and now I get frequent emails from them. 
Veterans Health is another one that I have registered for. And one of my favorites is the Facebook Veterans Groups. A lot of private groups. Basically, once I validated that I am a veteran, they allow me to enter. They're facilitated and monitored by veterans. And you're, it's just information for you to go in there and read and input. So if you have a question, if you have a need, if you have something to celebrate, you go into one of these groups and you basically put it out there. And you'd be amazed at how much knowledge and experience is out there by your fellow vets. So if you have a question about being able to get certain benefits or who, how much percentage did you get for this particular ailment, a lot of people will respond. I have literally seen some responses that go up to 300 plus responses. So it kind of depends on the popularity or kind of depends on what type of response or sometimes people are just will put, I'm following because they're curious to know. And then that same segue is basically your veteran friends. If you have friends that you still are in touch with or just those that are out there in Facebook land, um, and the, like I said, you have the private groups, but you also have the private, the public ones as well. Get out there and get to know some of these individuals. There's plenty of community organizations, support groups, and they all have a wealth of information. And some previous uh, support groups I used to go to would provide all kinds of information just through talking. So again, feel free to get out there, see what you can find. Do not be afraid of registering and allow that information to funnel back into your email box or just seek out somebody, some professional who can assist you. All right, so I hope that helps. And again, I wanna thank that listener for sending me that question. I know there's other people out there who have probably had the same type of question because I know I did. And even today, I'm still reading and learning things. I just saw recently on Veterans Health that Apple gives away iPads. I didn't know that. Now, when I was teaching, um, as some of you know, I'm a college professor and I remember one of my students had came in with a really fancy like uh, notebook style computer system and he wasn't taking notes. <laughs> it turns out this thing is like some sort of recorder and it transposes the information for him to read and therefore he can go ahead and he can print that out. He just basically doesn't take notes. And there's another student now that I remember who does take notes and the system dictates it back. So there's all kinds of wealth of technology toys that VA has access to and obviously collaborates with some of our bigger products, such as, like I said, Apple, who's right now apparently giving away iPads. Uh, from my understanding, you have to qualify for it. Um, you have to have some restrictions for them to give it to you. And I've also heard that it's very limited. It's designed to provide certain resources. For instance, right now with VA, we have, uh, because of COVID and also limitations of transportation, you can utilize telehealth. And apparently this iPad comes with a modem, so you can be able to utilize the internet and be able to uh, stream your, your um, different appointments, be able to talk to your doctor, 
being able to reach out to your uh, medical the pharmacy and be able to access renewals of your prescriptions, et cetera, et cetera. So all kinds of things that are available to you and apparently it's all free. So look into that. And again, thank you for listening. I hope this helps. So as you can see, I do read your comments and more importantly, pay attention to your concerns. So I have to say thank you very much. I cannot express how pleased I am to know that there are a lot of you out there who actually like the show, likes listening to what I have to say, and more recently heard that my topics are pretty relevant. So that's great. That is definitely the goal here, is to give you enough detail of information to help you move forward. Um, we have both tangible and intangible things to talk about, but there's definitely enough to go around. So keep it coming. I'll do my homework, do my research, and I'll do what I can to provide that to all of you. So people say it all the time, you know, you can only acquire what you seek out. So I'm willing to do it if you are. So thank you again. All right, so today's topic, because as you know, that's what this is all about, right? These are topics that we want to be able to collaborate on and talk about. And today we're going to talk about something that you've all heard many, many times. And that's when you're walking down the street and somebody who knows you're in the military, if you're in uniform or you're wearing a t-shirt that represents as such, or if you're in a conversation and you mention you're a veteran, they will commonly respond or initiate and say, thank you for your service. And that's the topic about today. I wanna talk about that because people say it all the time. As soon as they find out you're in the military, that's one of the most common phrases that they will say. And you know, they feel it's a polite thing to say, but how does that actually make you feel? You know, and I remember the first time I heard it, I honestly, I didn't even know how to respond. <laughs> I really did not know how to respond. I, I turned around, I think I fumbled and said, thank you, but was that really the answer I wanted to say? Did I want to give something a little bit more, a little more substance? I, I just wasn't sure, it caught me off guard. And then over time, it actually started making me feel a little uncomfortable. And we're gonna talk a lot about that because honestly, I'm curious to know, does that person really mean it? Do they even understand why they say that? And I say that because I'm talking about mostly the younger generation. Now, I've had situations where I'm in the same room with a Vietnam vet and he will say, thank you for your service. And when that happens, I can't tell you that I was uncomfortable and I can't tell you that I didn't know what to say because that, that is not true. I was able to respond with full authority. No, thank you, sir, for your service. Because that person went through a period of time where things were a lot different. So we're going to talk about that as well. So, you know, if you got an 18 year old adult and he says, thank you for your service, such as I did recently on a golf course with this young kid, 
you know, I'm thinking, do you even understand why you're saying that? Because the essence behind this is it's relating to understanding where your freedom comes from. You know, when you're in the military, you're out there serving your country because you're protecting this location of where we live. So all of the soldiers in uniform, all of those out there that is actually on the combat lines, in the rear, on garrison, that's all designed to protect the freedoms that we have. And I honestly believe we are starting to identify a lot of privilege around here, a lot of privilege. So when you say, thank you for your service, I think I would feel more comfortable if you truly understood what that meant. Now, I've actually read, did some research, as I mentioned earlier. I always do my homework, and I read all sorts of different stuff about this phrase. And one of the things that caught my attention was that a medical professional talked about all of his research and all the different reactions from this. And the interesting thing that I found is that the offense behind this phrase will literally come depending on the era of the receiver. So what do I mean by that? So if you say, for instance, thank you for the service to a World War II vet, I think you'll probably have a different response if you say thank you for your service to a Vietnam vet. And if you say that to an Afghanistan veteran, you're also going to probably have a different response. So you got to understand different eras of veterans will probably have a different perception of their service. And that could create some concerns. So I think it's important to understand who it is are you saying thank you to your service, thank you for your service too. There's also the concern of triggering somebody's memory. Now, some of us, you don't need much of a trigger because you're thinking about things all the time. It wakes you up in the middle of the night, a bump on the, on the, on the against the wall cause you to jump, a movement in the shadows races your heart, your anxiety increases when you're in a crowd. These are all different things that are already daily triggers that you're tolerating on a, on a, on a continuum. However, some people have been able to suppress it enough to where it's not something they always have to think about until you may say something such as, thank you for your service. And then they process it quickly and they realize what it is you mean. And it takes them back to something that they may not actually want to remember. So keep these things in mind. If you're actually a listener right now and you're not military or you're a family friend, and you're just somebody who stumbled on my podcast, I want you to understand that if you're going to say it, truly mean it, but also be aware of who it is you're talking to. And I would like to encourage something that I knew that I personally 
was very receptive to. And again, I only found this out because of my research. But I think if somebody knew I was a veteran and they said, oh, hi, I see you're a veteran. Okay. Thank you for your sacrifice. You know, to hear thank you for your sacrifice, to me, gives a little bit of a warmer feeling. Because you're right, I did sacrifice. I left my home, I left my job. I actually was about to get a girlfriend um, of somebody I really liked at the time, that, and I left her. So for me, I sacrificed a lot because I felt I was gonna do something bigger and better and more important. So I think for me, that kind of sits a little better. So to say thank you for your sacrifice is kind of cool. So think about different phrases you could say. And just think about that when you actually approach a veteran and have some meaning behind it. Because personally saying thank you for your service, I still am not sure if I'm comfortable with that. I also was not comfortable with what I was gonna say because saying thank you, which I've done over a hundred times, just seems so pathetic. So I've been toying with what else could I say? What other ways to acknowledge without being rude? So I did some homework and I found a couple that I actually like and I'm gonna practice. And what that is is if somebody says, and I'm gonna repeat the most common thing, which is thank you for your service. I was thinking I would respond as, it was my honor. Think about that for a second. It was my honor. And that makes me smile because it truly was my honor. I voluntarily joined the service to protect this country, protect my family, protect loved ones. So it was my honor. I'm blessed now to be able to return home, regardless of my condition, but I am home, alive. So it was my honor because honestly, I don't think I would trade it for the world considering. I wish I could have done things a little different possibly, but no regrets. It was my honor. Another phrase I like is, I was fortunate to do so because I was. I was fortunate because the military gave me something. It gave me training. It gave me a new perspective. I got to travel. I am now benefiting on other things because of the military. And I was able to actually do something that a lot of people are either one, afraid to do, or not able to do because you got washouts all the time. I was able to go to basic training, graduate. There are those who can't even get past processing station, but then they get to basic and they wash out at basic. Then I was able to go to advanced infantry training, AIT. There are those who can't even do that. Then I was able to go to airborne school. There were those who wasn't able to do that. 
Then I went to Ranger Indoctrination Program, which we called RIT at the time. There were those, many of those, <laughs> that were not able to do that. And then I was able to go to the battalion and perform. And there were those who could not handle that. So consider all these things. I hope what I said makes some sort of clarity, provides you some clarity and makes a difference in how you uh, respond to this common phrase, thank you for your service. I know each of you may have your own perception behind it. Depending on who is listening right now, if you're from Korea, correct, and I'll start from World War II, if you're listening, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, any of these different uh, conflicts, conflicts that are not documented, conflicts that are barely documented. If somebody says, thank you for your service, let's hope they mean well. But think about how you want to respond. Because in truth, we want them to feel like they mean it. We want, we really do. So, on that note, my name is Dr. Bryant. You're listening to drbryantspeaks.com. Be blessed and know that I am speaking to you. But more importantly, someone is always listening. And that someone is not just me. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please visit Dr. Bryant's website, drbryantspeaks.com. Also, visit his social media platforms, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube, all titled drbryantspeaks.com. 